Welcome to the ENS HQ podcast, the only show you need to help you become a better ENS domain name investor. Join your hosts, TJ Larkin and Mike Higgins, as they dive deep into the world of Web3 domain names and bring you actionable ideas, concepts, and tips on how to make smarter decisions on your ENS investing journey. If you're looking to up your game as an ENS investor, or just want to learn what all the excitement in the space is about, you've come to the right place. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to the ENS HQ podcast here with Crystal Zern again. How are you doing, Crystal? Doing fabulous. And yourself? Doing great, doing great. It's uh, excellent times right now in the ENS space, yeah. so a lot to talk about. Um, so let's just, let's just get right into it. So I think the first uh, kind of quick chat we can have about is the recent sale of epic.eth for 25 ETH. Yeah. So as of today, that's actually, you know, ETH is over two grand right now. So that's over $50,000 for epic.eth. And it appears, again, sometimes there can always be uh, obfuscations. We're not, we're not 100% sure, but it appears to be an investor who bought it. Somebody, you know, intending to sell it to somebody else for more in the future. It wasn't Epic Games, it appears, or any other company uh, that uses the name Epic. So um, there's a huge, a huge sale, especially for somebody to try to, for a flip. And I guess first thing is what, what do you think about this? What, what are your thoughts on, on this uh, investment in that name? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it's uh well, it's a smart play by an investor. I I'm curious to see how long they want to hold it and if they want to, or if they want to, or maybe they're peddling it to Epic games or something right now. Cause that would be, I mean, the word Epic is just, has such a positive, uh, positive vibe to it, but then also obviously the brand recognition. So, um, yeah, super curious to see if they hold on to it for, for a while or if they just try to offload it, um, and make a, a quick profit. So. Yeah, for sure. I would assume yeah, that's a good point. My thought would have been, of course, holding it for long for a while until the market really kicks off. And then, you know, that name could clearly be a, you know, multi hundred thousand dollar name, like yeah. no question. So I think the, the first, my thought on this, the first thing is, of course, it's an amazing name, great, great name, especially because it has so many use cases, right? right. It, again, it has brands, multiple brands associated with that name, but it's clearly just a, a word that it's not obvious to them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and it's a word that people use all the time. It has very specific meaning, um, in a positive light. It's just, it's definitely a great word. So in terms of quality, I think that it's a no-brainer. I mean, yeah. anybody would be an idiot to say it's not good. The question is, is it worth 25 ETH today, especially for somebody who is going to try to make money on it? I, I guess what I'm saying more is, again, I, I think I say this all the time on, on the podcast, but the, to think about this from an opportunity cost perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Which is to say, okay, when the bull run starts, will this name be worth more than 25 ETH? Absolutely. No brainer. 50, 100 ETH maybe 200 if the, you know, if ENS is really popping off. Okay. That's, that's for sure. Um, but if you had 25 ETH, could there be names to spend it on where your return could be much higher mm. than that return? Right. Because if, if Epic's able to go for, you know, a hundred ETH in, you know, let's say 12 months, that's a four X return. Now, again, we're talking about a lot of money, so that's still great. You know, that's, you spent 50 grand and, you, your profit is 150 grand. That's, that's a lot of money, but at the same time, could you in ENS 
for the in the next 12 months buying names to where you think you could get more than a 4x return and i think i could um so that's where to me if i had 25e that this is not what i would want invested in um even if it it could be a, a clear winner hmm. what are your thoughts? interesting i didn't think that way at all um but well you have i mean we're in the ens space so we probably have more knowledge than than most as far as name values and um the future you know income or you know sale price that it could go for but i don't know i would rather me personally i love this name i would because of the many uses and because of um there's no you know, emojis in it or, or anything like that. It's just clean. It has so many uses. Um, I, I would totally think that's a good value for my 25 ETH versus divvying up 25 ETH to spend on a few. I mean, I guess I would put all my eggs in this basket instead of, you would be comfortable with I that. would, I, I, you would. I would personally, yeah. but, um, but definitely value in what you're saying. Like, you yeah. know, Hey, try to make a, a better moonshot on, you know, a, a few or several different names and hopefully return more than this one. Um, and then obviously we know this, but, you know, keep in mind, you have to denominate it or a lot of people denominate it in U.S. dollars still. And if you look at it this way, like mm -hmm. in my mind, the price of ETH is just going in a positive way, right? Like Bankless mm -hmm. said, Ryan from Bankless thinks it's going to hit 10K by the end of 2023, right? And so if mm -hmm. you extrapolate that to this, you know, it's like, dang, 25 ETH at 10,000 a piece. Hey, you can mm -hmm. cash out pretty well on that from your initial $50,000 investment. So. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I, I agree. That's totally true. I think ETH is going to go up. And, and I think what we saw in the last bull run is even as ETH went up, prices in ETH went up as well, right? right? So it was like you were getting extra on top of the addition where, but it actually the same thing happened on the way down too, right? Yeah. The values in ETH went down while the value of actual ETH itself went down. So there's, there's a good and bad there. I guess I would only say from my perspective that while what you're saying is true um, for this, it would be true for any names you have. Well, right? sure. So if you had, yep. it would be true either way. Um, but it, it is a good way to look at it. Um, and that's why I think a lot of us, again, ENS is, as multiple people I've said many times and some other people are starting to say too, is it's like a call option on Ethereum. Yeah, exactly. right. Because if you're investing in good ENS names that should go up in ENS terms, plus ETH itself is going up. So you're, you're, you're really increasing your ability to, to get returns significantly versus just holding ETH right. by itself. Yep. Right. Which, which of course is less work and safer, but much lower returns. Yeah. Agreed. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. But yeah, I would say, again, just to leave it at this, it's obviously a great name. I think this person, you know, if, if ENS goes where we think it's going, they're going to do well. Um, but that is a high buy-in price in this market. I guess that's just kind of kind of my general thought. But, you know, we'll see. Um, but yeah. All right. Let's talk about, I think this, this just happened this morning. I just saw this. Um, but maybe more high level too with more protocols and companies integrating ENS. Mm -hmm. So this morning... Uh, I think he goes, it's luck. I think he goes by luck, uh, luc.eth. He's one of the developers in some, some fashion, uh, it, it, for the product for ENS. Mm -hmm. He posted that a picture of ledger, uh, ledger hardware wallet, sh um, using wow. ENS for yes. 
you know, showing your wallet address where it's so funny when I saw that picture and I'm just like, why, why is this happening today? Why didn't this happen years ago? Cause it's so obvious, but who cares? Took too long, but it's here. Right. And it's just, it's just awesome. So what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree. I saw that, uh, that tweet this morning too. And right away I'm like, yes, perfect. Like now I I don't know. I guess I knew I always could just give people my my ENS name for, you know, funds or whatever we're transacting with. But um but seeing it on the ledger is just like a whole new level, right? It's like and ledger yeah. is clearly the dominant um, you know, oh, cold yeah. storage wallet company. So it's it's awesome to see that that they've integrated ENS because it's just and I'm sure we'll get into this, but like it, ENS is just going to become the, the default, um, you know, the default name use in web three. Yep. Yeah. I, I think you're, you're absolutely right. And I, you know, ledger is, is by far the leader in hardware wallets. They're one of the, the biggest companies in all of web three and they're integrating ENS. And that, again, that should tell you how important, this protocol is right. Yeah. And, and the potential that it provides when, I mean, how many, how many users, I, I sh- we should have looked mm. this up. How many people have bought ledgers? Maybe you can look that yeah, up. I'll look it up. Um, I mean, I know I'm, pr- I'm almost certain that their valuation is over a billion dollars. Um, but, uh, but having them integrate ENS, what that, so if they've got hundreds of thousands, if not potentially millions of customers mm-hmm. who are using this and seeing that ENS is possible, yep. then that's going to make those users see how valuable it is for them to have the name that they want. And then all those people, you know, show other people and it just becomes that cascade, right? Yeah. Between um, Ledger and Coinbase, I mean, they're, they're hitting a large audience that, that yes. hasn't been exposed to it um, previously. Exactly. So it looks like uh, Ledger has sold over 4 million wallets um, and has over one and a half million monthly users of their Ledger oh, Live man. app. Yeah. There you go. Million, million and a half people are going to find out about this. It's probably not going to happen tomorrow. They're, you know, but it will be kind of a little slow, but the, people will start to pick up on it and how much better it is. I mean, yeah. when I use my ledger and I see like the ledger is so small and you see this 40 string of characters, it doesn't even fit on the screen. Right. It doesn't, it goes down to like second low. It just looks horrendous. And every time I look at it and I'm like, is this, which wallet is this? And mm-hmm. I, I just get so frustrated when it starts showing this, it just mentally going to make it so much easier, so much clearer on what you're actually signing with the damn thing. Right. And that's, right? I mean, and, we've preached this, right? Like no. we, it just, the user experience just needs to get faster, easier, and into more intuitive before the masses will adopt it. And this is like a huge step towards that. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other one, similarly that I, I think it's been around for a little bit, but just somebody, I saw a tweet about it, but um, you know, Uniswap is, mm-hmm is integrating with ENS very well. And it's super clean. You know, Uniswap probably has more users than, than Ledger. I think I know they're valued at multiple billions. Um, these, these are the serious biggest brands in web three and they're all integrating ENS. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. And uh, I tweeted about this today and I think you might, might have to something along this lines. And like you just said, it's going to go, f- ENS is going to go from like a nice to have it's cool you know, we're excited to see it. You and I are talking about this. This is going to be a comical conversation in the future. Like yeah. you got excited because the company used it. The future, it's like you said, it's going to be the default where why would, if you're building some big protocol or something where you want Web3 users to interact with, if you don't integrate ENS, 
they're going to assume there's something wrong with mm -hmm. you, whether you're just a brand new business and you don't know what the hell you're doing or you're a scammer or something that it's going to become such a standard. It's just the default. Yeah. Right. And that's what users are going to expect. So when we think about onboarding and, and getting more of these protocols to start integrating it, mm -hmm. they're going to basically be forced to from a perception standpoint of users. Yeah. I feel like, like why are you not doing yeah, it? Yeah. I feel like the analogy that I'm seeing like in the business world over the last several years is um, like companies who still ask me, what's your fax number? And I'm like, no, yeah. no, yeah. nobody uses yeah. fax. Nobody yeah. faxes like email yeah. or whatever. But, yeah. and even email now is getting slightly antiquated. Yeah. Right. But so I feel like in the same way, you're right. A few years from now, or maybe even shorter than that, um, every new company and every existing company who's incorporating Web3, it will just be expected that they have, um, you know, ENS integration. Yeah, exactly. Like people, if you don't have it, it would be the same as saying, I want you to fax me something. Right. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yep. So it's, it's exciting. See, you know, each one of these dominoes that falls with these companies, this just pushes the other companies to do it. Mm -hmm. Hey, Ledger, you know, we're thinking about it. Do we want to put a developer on it for a week or two? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Oh, Ledger's doing it. Uniswap's doing it. Coinbase is doing it. All right, let's knock it out. Right. Right. And then once all the protocols have it, then it, it just becomes a no brainer for, for everybody. Exactly. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. So exciting, exciting stuff. It's just crazy to see. I mean, how, what industry or, or situation can you be in where these billion dollar companies are integrating your, your software essentially, or your protocol on almost like a weekly basis. We talk about these, right. Things, right. This just doesn't happen in any other respect that I can think of. Yeah. So it's super. And one thing I'm not super well versed on it, but I think it, it comes down to the fact like web three decentralization and just open source code, right? Like it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's just amazing. It's incredible because developers can, can go on GitHub and they can, they can test their code. They can borrow, use and share code with others. And it just makes exponentially, it makes everyone's lives better. Right. So a hundred percent, hundred percent agree. Yeah. It really is exciting. Um, all right, let's chat a little bit about the 10 K club. So I've been posting about this a lot, the 10 K club, which is, you know, number four digit numbers. So from zero, 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 zero to nine, 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 and any numbers in between, uh, those all minted out in a two day span last year when it kind of, people kind of first realized this is a, a cool thing and it, it became the first real, I guess you call it club that, and it's one of the few that still exists because so many of those went away as I had predicted months ago. Um, not to brag, but I did predict that. But anyway, um, you can brag a little the, bit. I mean, you know, yeah, it seems such an obvious play. It's like bragging about that the sun's going to come up tomorrow, but some uh, people just didn't I knew agree it. with me on that. I one. knew it would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so the 10K Club, there because so this is the interesting thing again. What what makes ENS so unique is you have to keep paying for it, right? Right. And because the three and four um, character names are so much more. In this case, four characters are 160 bucks a year. They all minted out at the same time. Everybody paid their $160, April 26th and April 27th. Mm -hmm. Well, that means everybody owes uh, $160 on April 26th or 27th, whoever owns it at that moment. Right. So because of that, the prices have been dropping relatively, I don't know, significantly. I think I don't know when it was at one ETH, probably 
two months ago, three months ago, maybe it was probably at one ETH. Now the floor is down to about 0.6, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it's yep. lost, you know, that's 40% down in three months or something. And I think it's all just because of, of this issue, right? It's kind of, everybody kind of saw it coming, but now we're almost there, right? And so it's just an interesting issue because I think in the in the space, most people believe in the 10K club that it's legit, it's serious, these things will be worth a ton in the future. But with the carrying cost of 160 bucks, you know, in a bear market where things don't sell very quickly, that that's kind of a challenge for people. Again, coming back to opportunity costs, yep. I think that's around 30... 30 names you could hold, 35 right. characters versus one, right? So it's interest, it'll be interesting to see how low it goes. I'm curious your take on how low it goes. And then, you know, I think the other question is, okay, once April 28th comes around and all this kind of plays out, does it shoot right back up? Does it like kind of what happens once we're past this? Now, I do know people can uh, renew for a month, which I actually think the this ENS should remove that option, but um, I haven't thought that through. A ton. But anyway, let's let's kind of ignore that aspect. So first of all, how do you think it's going to keep going lower than 0.6? Um, how do you see this playing out? Yeah. So, man, I think maybe 0.5, but then, yeah, a lot of names will be let go because as, as you pointed out, I mean, just from a, a financial standpoint, it it's just a lot easier for a lot of people to buy a five name, you know, one more digit or character mm-hmm. for, and you can save 150 bucks a year or whatever. Um, so I think there's going to be some of that, of course. But as you said, also, like this is a pretty um, elite club, right? There's only 10,000 anywhere ever. And so I think um, a lot of people that are already 10K are already holders of these four digit names. Um, are going to just swoop in and, and scoop these other ones up. Um, so I don't think the floor will go much lower and yeah. And well, perhaps it'll dip a little bit after the 27th, um, for a week or two, but I think there'll be a correction pretty quick. Um, and like I said, I might even, I might even buy one and, and just hold it, you know, just hold it for a couple of years and then, uh, see what the price is at that time. So <laughs> yeah. what, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I th- it, it's hard to say because it's dropped relatively so much. I do think it's going to keep, keep dropping. Um, probably, I, I don't know how low it's going to go. And I, I think Mike, you said you're going to buy some, I'm thinking about it too. At like, at what point does it make sense to jump in? Yeah. Because again, if you're buying before the 27th, you're going to have to pay the renewal too, right? right. So if you were to pay f- you know, 0.5 ETH, you're paying 0.5 ETH plus 160 mm-hmm. um, just to keep it for, for 12 months. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm my person, this is my personal issues. I'm so already kind of, you could say over-invested in ENS names <laughs> that at some point I'm kind of don't want to keep doubling down because, you know, you just don't want to be, have all your, all your eggs in one basket too much. Um, and so I, I do worry about that that issue for me, but I probably would jump in at at point three. I probably would for sure. Point four, maybe um, I probably consider it. Also, you know, I think another thing to keep in mind. I don't think there's a huge part of the 10K club, but there's a decent amount of these groups that own them, right? I know mm-hmm. there's that. Yeah. I don't fully understand it, but on KuCoin or something, there's some group or or token or something that buys these things up, and then you can buy fractional shares of it. Right. Um, 
then there's, there's a, I don't know how many of these are. I, I have three of them are involved in three uh, investment clubs. One of them, the ENS collective, we own two or three, four digits and we're just renewing them again. Yep. When you share your pot, the 160 is a lot easier to justify <laughs> when there's a bunch of people paying, right. paying for it. So we're, we're just keeping them. So there may be a few, you know, a decent amount of them that are just held by people where, who they don't care mm-hmm. and, or people like my investment clubs that may want to just jump in and say, Hey, you know, it drops down to 0.3. We're buying a couple of them. And that's why I think, (laughs) yeah, exactly. That's why I think I'm, I'm thinking here that pretty quick, I see the price going back up uh, a decent amount, like pretty quickly because so much of it is what I think happened is too many holders, current holders were people who didn't plan on, they didn't buy it thinking I want to hold this and pay the renewals. They bought it because they thought they were going to be able to flip Mm -hmm. it. Right. And of course, yeah. now everybody's wishing they did when it was 2.5 or whatever. But yeah. um, it's, in, you know, I don't know if this is the right way to say it, but they're they're in weak hands. You know, I think that's a common oh, yeah. phrase, yeah. right? They're in weak hands who just need to dump it because they don't have a lot of money. They don't want to invest in this thing. Well, once they go to strong hands, right, right, people who understand what they're getting into, the renewals paid, they don't have to worry about it. Now, the price, because those people are like, why am I going to, why are you going to sell on April 29th if it just got, paid the day before, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The renewal. So you've got it for a year now at no cost, people will probably hold. So I suspect it's going to go down a, a decent amount more, but then pretty quickly go right back up and maybe get close to one ETH again pretty soon. Um, yeah. Again, I'm not super convinced of this because if I was, I would you know, put my life savings into it, which I'm obviously not doing. So clearly I'm just guessing here, but that's, that's my gut. Yeah. Well, and I think even, well, even more so for the, the three digit club, but the four digit club, you know, I think the, the holders of those are probably a more, um, elite demographic, right? Like they probably have a higher net worth or, um, you know, more funds to play with. So to them, 160 a year is, is nothing like, right. Mm -hmm. So, or like you said, the people who just kind of aped into it last year, um, and now they're recognizing like, oh, this market is, is taking longer than I anticipated to, to go to the moon. Um, I'm just going to let it go because they're not really, their heart's not in it for the long term. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, those, those, you know, those, other holders are just going to sweep those up right away and, and have uh, uh, strong hands, if you will. <laughs> and they're just, they're mm-hmm. just not gonna, not gonna let them lapse for a long time, which again, will make the floor go higher. So it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how, how this plays out. Um, I know, I think a couple three digit numbers sold for, a decent amount more than what the floor seemed to be. I think the floor has actually moved up for the three, three digits. Do you, do you know if that's true? I do not know offhand. I, I know I saw some decent, I saw some decent sales uh, on it relatively recently, but, but anyway, yeah, it, 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 the 10 K club is the, is the most interesting, I think, because like you said, the, the, the nine, nine, nine club, which is the mm-hmm. um, three digit one, yeah. That's so out of reach in terms of not just the renewal cost, but now at a floor of 10 or 15 or whatever it is. I mean, that's just, that's not a reasonable place for most people to be. So then the only other reasonable one that's more like a, again, the typical collection is the 10 K club. And it would just be interesting to see how it plays out again. I'm, I'm bullish on it long-term, especially long, long long-term multiple years for sure. Um, But it's just going to be a bumpy road to get there. Cause when you talk about $160, if the floor were to be at, at half an ETH, that's a thousand dollars right now. So that's, 
almost 15% carrying costs. You know, you're paying an extra 15% just to hold it. That That's a high that's a lot. Yeah. carrying cost, right? And so that that's part of the issue. So it's almost like the higher the price goes, of course, then the lower, the less the renewal cost matters. But then the inverse happens where it keeps getting lower. That makes it even worse, which pushes it down even more. Mm-hmm. It, uh, yeah. So yeah. slippery slope. But, uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. We've got less than two weeks before this happens. So it will be, be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, anybody who's a very, who's got the, the money for renewals and is a long-term thinker. And, you know, I think this is, you know, a pretty smart, smart play getting involved in the, in the 10 K club now at, at these prices. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, I think this is a good episode. Um, we'll do it again soon. Let's do one soon. I know, uh, everybody needs to check out, you did a really good article that was in the ENSHQ newsletter this week about, uh, musicians and utilizing, uh, subdomains for all aspects, which you kind of got into, which is great. Everybody should check that out. And we'll, let's do a talk about that okay. soon. And we'll kind of be able to verbally kind of go over it and, and help people understand what's possible because it's just, it's incredible what's possible. And I think even though you hit on a ton, a ton of ideas and ways they can use it, there's probably there's a way ton more, you even way more. Mm-hmm. And there's stuff that we can't even, we're not even thinking about now. Again, this will be funny to listen to in a couple of years when this is normal. <laughs> like they didn't even realize people were going to do this. Yeah. Right. It's going to be like going and watching the today show when they talk about the internet in the nineties. It's like, God, it looks so cool. Yes. Um, but, uh, but it's fun. So yeah. Um, before we go, everybody follow us on Twitter at TJ Larkin 23 and at Crystal Zern, and then make sure you're subscribed to the newsletter. Uh, you can go to the website and the, the links on there just at enshq.xyz. Um, All right. Anything else you got, Crystal? No, I'm. You know what? Tomorrow's a Morgan Wallen concert, so uh, you know concert season is upon us, and hence okay. why I wrote about musicians this week. Just had yep. them on the brain, so uh, yeah. It, well. It, it works. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest use cases. So you're absolutely right. So go go experience it there and maybe try to sneak backstage and talk to his manager. I'm in. Uh, Doing be, it. That would be good. <laughs> Sounds awesome. great. All right. Well, have Thanks fun. Thanks a lot. All right. See you, everybody. Yep. Bye.